State Senator Scott Bennett with us this morning. Scott, how are you doing? Good morning. Doing well, guys. How about yourself? Good. Glad to have you with us this morning. What's going on, Scott? Well, this is, you know, usually the very busiest time in Springfield. Uh, Normally, we would go, our spring session would go to the end of May. Uh, This year, though, because the census and everything moved the primary from March till June, uh, we kind of moved our schedule up. We got there a little bit early, and we got out a lot early. Uh, so we adjourned, I think, the second week of April. Uh, and so we're back in our districts, and, uh, and so that, that's what's going on now. So you're back in the district and seeing what's happening. You're done with all the nonsense in Springfield right now. Does that feel a little – does it give you a sense of freedom right now to be away from there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am not sad that I'm back in the district in uh, the nice months of April and May when normally I don't see my family at all or don't you don't you know get outside much at all in the last few weeks of session you're just uh, in in one meeting after another so no I'm not I'm not sad we're back and and then it allows us to do some fun things uh, so like for example last week we had the groundbreaking at the Danville Casino site mm-hmm. um, and normally I would have missed that uh, so it was pretty great to, one um, after two years of really no public events. Uh, to be able to go to an event where um, it was outside, but um, you had, I mean, there were people I hadn't seen for a year and a year and a half um, that were, uh, that are prominent in the, in the Danville area that were there and um, just everybody taking, taking part um, and really kind of celebrating an important day in the area's uh, future. How do people in Danville feel about that casino? I think uh, for the most part, very, very positive. Um, what you kind of, I think, have a sense of Charlie Brown with the football, um, (laughs) for 20 years, they were told it's coming and then, you know, something would fall through one year, you know, Quinn, uh, governor Quinn, uh, veto the bill, um, you know, and, and other years, uh, you know, they, Danville had been included in the list of possible casino sites until the very end. And then it fell out for other sites. So I think those events, like a groundbreaking where people are like, Oh, okay, this is really going to happen. Just reading it in the front page of the News Gazette, I think they're like, we've, we've seen this before. Let's just let's wait and, and be cautiously optimistic. Um, and so I think as we see these positive steps, um, you know, the groundbreaking, and they're going to move into a temporary space, which is kind of how the gaming board likes them to do it. Um, they want to they basically do a test run uh, for a few months to make sure everything's on the up and up, everything's running the way uh, the law intended. Uh, and then upon that, then they get their kind of permanent license, and then you, you often see them build a more permanent structure based on that. Are they building near where they are, where their offices are right now? Or So what they're doing right now, where, where, where we were last week, was right by the interstate, which okay. is excellent because we're going to try to get as much Indiana traffic as possible. <laughs> um, and there's a, there's a kind of a, yeah, there's a, and, that, and that's what's somewhat unfortunate. You know, if you looked at the projections they had done, a decade ago, yeah, um, about sixty percent of the money that would have been um, played at a Danville casino would have come from the Indiana side of the board. And now they're um, saying most by, of that's going to go to Terre Haute. Is that what they're thinking? Well, there is a competing casino that's going to going up almost concurrently with ours in Terre yeah. Haute, just over the Indiana border. So what they're going to do instead is, I think, make them both a little smaller. They realize if you put two uh, huge casinos within a you know twenty mile space. Um, neither one would flourish. And so mm-hmm. instead, what they're both going to do is going to try to 
they call it right sizing it, um, they at least start more modestly. Um, and but I still think what you'll see is a lot of money coming in. Not maybe not in the way it was originally uh, conceived, but like they have a really um, active tourism board in, in Vermillion County. Mm-hmm. And so what they need are more things to get people to stay. So we have the state American Legion golf tournament, for example, in Danville. Yeah. Um, and so we have people come from all over the state already. Um, but this might, you know, allow people to say, well, I'm going to stay an extra day. There's a nice restaurant I can stay at. There's a, a casino I can spend a little time in with my, most my um, buddies from the, from the armed services. Um, and so they can, they can hopefully stay a little longer and think that's the kind of goal is, is to build on what they have now and just give people more options to stay in Danville a little bit longer and hopefully spend a little more money while they're here. Senator, I wanted to ask, uh, staying with the casino, um, how does the economy affect, I mean, we're, we're building this right in the middle of an economy that's not real strong right now. Plus Danville has had four decades of a depressed economy. So how is the economy going to affect the opening of this casino? Well, I leave that up to the, I mean, so the company that's building the casino is out of New York Mm -hmm. Um, and they've built them all over the country. And so I I assume they're going to know, you know, this is what the current economy can handle at this stage. And then I think the goal is through different phases, once they get more established, they can, they can expand as circumstances allow. Generally, we have seen that um, the old adage of, you know, it's recession proof gambling, I don't think that's been proven to be the case the last couple of decades. There is a tipping point where you can have too much. And, and I think that is a concern. Um, so, for example, they took very, a long time, the state gaming board, to even uh, approve for, as a preliminary site, Danville and some others. But I think that's one of the concerns they had is to make sure, all right, we're already doing online gaming. You're seeing in the last 20 years a lot of the kind of roadside. I mean, we have plenty of them here with the video gaming uh, terminal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that in every, every community has those now and every municipality depends on that. So they don't want to, I think, to drain too much out of those either. Um, so I, I think there is a lot of balance that goes into it. But the fact is um, I've been impressed with the process where you're having experts look at it and say, all right, what can the area and the economy bear right now? Because I think there is a greed factor if you simply allowed people to put in anything they wanted, um, you'd have a lot more a lot more opportunities to, to do gaming. But I think everyone would suffer as a result of it. You'd see people just, you know, not, not it would be so dispersed that mm-hmm. I don't think you'd see any meaningful revenue in one spot. And that was the goal of the bill that originally created these casinos. What's Springfield going to do about the weather? We're tired of being cold. We're tired of the wind blowing <laughs> 50 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, you would think you know we're going into a governor's race. If, yeah. if they, if they, if their polling suggested that they could, they, they could do a little better by promising you uh, weather changes, they would do it. Uh, <laughs> candidates on both sides. Um, so I, I, I think, and honestly, there's enough money on both sides of this campaign. They should give it a try. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, yeah. Instead, we're in this weird, this weird. You know, I was, I literally just uh, had a fight with my. Um, with one of my kids headed to school right before this where he's like, well, I don't want to wear a heavy coat. It's going to be such and such today. I'm like, I understand, uh, but it's freezing right now. And so, you know, you have to kind of plan. It's just that Illinois spring and, and fall that we have where you kind of dress for every season. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, all the parents out there that have been stuck watching their kids uh, soccer and basketball and baseball games outside for two hours, 
who dressed for what it was like when they left, and then they're pretty miserable oh. when the sun goes down. You know, so, you know, it's uh, it's just that time of year. There's a park right across the street from my house, and I was watching all the parents and kids out there a week ago, and it was just horrible. Everybody had on uh, sweaters and uh, gloves and long pants and things like that, and the wind was blowing about 40 miles an hour. And then two days later comes Saturday, and it was 90 degrees. It was you're, actually kind of exactly nice. Right. <laughs> I got in trouble last weekend because on one day uh, we had an outdoor sports thing and I forgot sunscreen, and the next day I forgot a heavy raincoat, right? Yeah. And you're thinking, like, <laughs> how is it the same weekend am I in trouble for this kind of uh, this kind of uh, but, uh, you're, you're right. That's, uh, that's, that's a lot of what we're dealing with right now. Well, what else do you think is going to happen this year in the great well, state what, of Illinois? What, one exciting thing is you have seen um, – Illinois do a very unusual thing, and this is something I've never been a part of uh, in the budget process as it was going along. Normally, it's like, okay, here are all the, the things we can't fund, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, as a combination of, you know, there are aspects of our economy that are doing well. Revenue is higher than it was projected. Um, and so they were trying to figure out, okay, what do we do with some of this excess funds once we put extra money into the pension? We established a rainy day fund, which has been decades in the state since we've had that. We put a billion dollars in that. Um, and one thing I thought was um, pretty encouraging was kind of an agreement between uh, the two sides and the aspect of, you know, it's, for a long time I've heard Republicans' uh, colleagues say, if you've got extra money, it's not your money, government. It's taxpayer money. Um, so we need to get it back to the people who provided in the first place. Um, and in this, this year you actually are seeing that. There's going to be – um, some direct payments going out later this summer and in the fall um, to uh, to individuals fifty dollars an adult hundred dollars a kid um, they're put they're, they're gonna um, uh, toll the uh, uh, sales tax for the first basically two weekends of the school year to allow more people to do back to school shopping we're gonna see grocery tax go away for a year we're gonna see the uh, increase in the fuel state part part of the fuel tax that was, that was set to go up in July that's going to be stopped for six months. Um, so there's a lot of aspects where there was a, there was some there was some extra funds at the end of the budget, and instead of seeing new programs creating creating uh, created, which is what's happened historically, which means then you got to fund it year after year. Mm-hmm. It was the idea of well, right now there are people that are really suffering, and so if we can get the money back into the community in whatever way we can, and, and I'm most excited about actual checks that will help you know people going with their kids going back to school you know buy that you know new you know the, the 14 coats they're going to need because they got you know the weather we just talked about uh the shoes whatever um they're going to have a chance a better chance to do that because the state government is is operating in in positive ways and i i and i you know i just, i think the news that wrote about this morning we've got our second um bond upgrade in the last year um which again Yes, Illinois had such a, a negative trajectory for a long time. Um, it was well, of course, you, you're going to have to go up, but that has certainly not been the, the state of Illinois. We had we were on a very different path, and so I I am encouraged that you're seeing a, there's a lot of new faces in Springfield at leadership and then a rank and file, and they seem to want to go on a different path. They don't want our legacy to be where they asleep at the switch, which which is what we saw in state government for far too long. <laughs> yeah. 
What about these uh, bogus stickers they want to stick on all the gas pumps? What's going to happen with that, do you think? I never I never liked that. I mean, look, every politician wants to make sure that the, the voters remember who gets credit for it, right? Yeah. So the debate a year ago was the president was going to have his name on all the checks that people got from Congress, mm-hmm. right? And and I really don't care. I mean, if, if they can if they can to me, if you could save that money and not do that, and then they, they would provide more aid to actual people, I think that's a better thing. I mean, so for the gas tax, as a perfect example, you know, you're, you are saving about $70 million over that six months cumulatively for, for the, the Illinois uh, voters. Um, but I mean, what they're, they're still seeing, well, yeah, but I still have to pay tax. It's not an increase on the tax that I was supposed to get um, every new fiscal year starting on July 1st. Um, and so that's told for a while. I think it's just it's trying to recognize that they get it. Um, at the same time, though, the gas is a perfect example of since gas fluctuates so much, um, it's hard for people to kind of realize, like, well, how much of that was the increase of the tax? Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of it as well. When you're paying $4 or now approaching $5 in certain places a gallon, um, you weren't thinking, yeah, but I saved X amount of cents because the state of Illinois, you know, is eating some of that um, cost. Yeah. So I think the idea is there's people that say, well, we want to make sure people recognize we've done that, put some stickers on. I'd let people know that the, the state is helping out with that. Um, that is that is not um, my favorite tactic. Do, I think, do they I think realize good policy is good politics? Do they so realize that's that a dumbest idea that's come out of Springfield in years? It's just going to remind people when the price is up. Oh. Hey, we're saving you some money. I don't think it's going to be very helpful, but that's Dave, just me. Let's not rank the dumbest decisions <laughs> that come out of Springfield. We, we, you don't have that much time on your show. <laughs> uh, we, that would be a fun call-in question, uh, maybe for yeah. the two-hour penny following this. But no, yeah. I mean it. Any play, anywhere up there, it does erode from the idea that you're saying, look, this isn't about politics. This is about good policy, which, you know, that is, you know, there's the adage, good politics, good policy makes good politics. People will remember when you do good things to the state. I'm hopeful that if people think, hey, you know, we, we, we are putting money in rainy day, we're putting extra money in pensions, we're upgrading our bond rating, those are all things they should remember at the poll, not, oh, I saved X amount of cents because a sticker told me so at the pump. And to your point, I, I think the more that you remind people um, that there's any role to play between a government and gas prices, the incumbent going to have to, you know, bear a, a price for that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that, that, that's, uh, that, that's a fair point. I just want to have one of those Joe Biden stickers pointing at the new sign that the Illinois legislators want to put on there. Whatever. Yeah, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen those. And boy, it's just a thought. A lot of money on those stickers, man. They're, 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 there's no doubt. Right now, if you've got a printing press, it's the time to get into politics because people will buy anything if it's flame on the other side. I guess so. Hey, Scott, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Always good to be on with you guys. Thanks okay. so much. Thank you, Scott. Take care. All right. We appreciate it.